the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, this is Dr. Trudy, the host of The Christian View. Our hot topic today is that of a dying church, with hundreds of churches closing their doors every year, with empty seats on the pews, with watered-down gospels. What will our church look like years from now for our kids and grandkids? Join us today as we discuss the dying church here on The Christian View. great audience we have today. Thank y'all for being here. Thank you at home for watching and those listening on the radio. This is The Christian View, and we take today's hot topics and weigh them against God's Word because God does have a view. I have an amazing panel today. I have Trudy Davis, Lee, Adam, Sandra, and Caitlin, I get names messed up sometimes, but I have Caitlin, and so thank you all for being here today. Um, we're going to talk about the church. Is it under attack? Is the church dying? Um, a recent report came out, and it said that 6,000 mm. to 10,000 yes. churches will close this year. Yeah. Lee, that's 100 to 200 a week. Yes. They're closing. It's crazy, and this really made my heart sad, so I went about and went to some local churches in the area, smaller churches, not the mega churches, mm. but the smaller churches, and the pastors said, all said the same thing. Yes, we're attendance is down, tithing is down, Mm -hmm. and the youth groups, which is what we need, are really struggling to survive. So, you know, in um, Matthew 16, 18, Christ said, Peter, on this rock, I will build my church. And I think about that word, my. It's a two-letter word, but it's Mm -hmm. powerful because Mm -hmm. God... The church is his. It is is his church. He created it for our good. So what do you think is causing the change, Lee? You're a pastor. Have you seen the change? I think, yeah, there's definitely a change in attitudes. And I would say um, I must be a first partaker, um, not myself personally, but I think there's a, a overall shift in the, um, the the perspective of pastors. Okay. Pastors themselves, are, we find, are more focused on bringing people in church mm-hmm. than they are to Jesus. Okay. And I think that if we get back to really getting people in Christ, they will fall in love again with, with church. But we've become such a business mm-hmm. um, type uh, acclimate with church now, so they're more focused on meeting the business demands right. and not the spiritual and side. So that's why the smaller churches are closing yes. and, and the bigger mm. churches are staying open. So it's not really a matter of, can I fill the seats, yes. but can I fill the heart? Yes. Mm-hmm. So the church, in a, in a sense, maybe correct me if I'm wrong, is are we failing? Mm. Are we failing in the, for our pe- the people in the I think in the it, seats are it, sitting in the seats. I think we are. Yes, and I think there are more factors than you know. Church as a business, I, I do get that, but I think there's also some of the things going on in society where we um, so focus on humanism, so we don't go to God for our needs. So why go to church? And I think that the um, just the opposite of humanism is mm-hmm. the opposite word to humanism is faith. Yeah. So you know, humanism is definitely taught in schools, and I also think that because we're becoming more of a global society and we're seeing other religions as an option, right. you know, mm-hmm. instead of keeping mm. 
our religion, the, what we are founded on as right. the main. Yeah, and I think social media has a lot to do with yes, it as well. Yes. I think you can stream a live um, uh, yeah. audience, a live church mm-hmm. from yes. somewhere. You mm-hmm. can go and you can travel. But then I also feel that we become silos within the church. Yes. You're just kind of walking around and you forget that you're there to be the hands mm-hmm. and feet of right. the Lord. Um, you're just not going to church. I've got to go. I've got to go. Or I've got to serve. I've got to do this. Right. We're very good at playing church, right? Yes. And we need to. And I always say that I don't want to play church. It's very convicting mm-hmm. for me. I want to dive in and I want to really try to help someone in need. Right. I want to make the time to do that while I'm at church. Right. And I agree with that. Yeah. I think that the churches that are really facing dying down today, there are some external factors that are going on. But I think a lot of the churches that are dying are the ones that are expecting people to come to the church Mm -hmm. instead of being the church. Mm -hmm. The biggest churches and communities that I've noticed are the ones that are serving the community. And you can't, I mean, I even think of about my parents' church, Joshua's Place, Everybody knows about their church and it's growing because they have a food bank ministry Mm -hmm. and they have a prison Mm -hmm. ministry. And we have to change the mindset of everybody has to come to us because they're not doing it. Mm -hmm. And we have to go to them. them And be the hands and feet. And I I do think that. And one of the pastors I did speak to, he he did say that. We're not being the community that the community needs. Mm -hmm. And therefore, they're, they're, they're looking elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah, that is truly amazing because I think my personal experience is just I love my church so much that I couldn't imagine it not being a part of my life. Right. But I think if you haven't grown up or had that experience where it is like a family member, it mm-hmm. truly is where where you raise your children and, you know, you get married and they do your parents' funerals. I mean, that's such a I feel bad for people that miss that. And, and the think, elderly, yeah. the senior mm-hmm. citizens, where are they all going to go right. years from now? And I think that's what... God- Christ meant when he said, this is the church. And he's like, it's, it's to meet together. It's to pray together. It's to disciple each other. And it's to help each other out. And your best friends come from Yeah, there. and Trudy, you hit on the humanistic mentality of it. Mm-hmm. And when I talk about social media too, you have people that are serving at church that say, well, I want to be the best server if I'm in the team, worship team, mm-hmm. or I'm over here. It becomes more of a, this is a platform for yes. me to expand my ministry. Your ministry, in my opinion, is right here. It's he, you're in the middle and it's the circle that's right mm-hmm. around right. you because mm-hmm. you're, you are Jesus's representative mm-hmm. here, there at you, where you are right now, right. you mm-hmm. are doing ministry. Yeah. Amen. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so. And I think it, in the mega churches, do you feel like sometimes we get lost in you that? You get lost in that and you get lost in wanting to serve, 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 serve. And then all of a sudden you're thinking, wait a second, mm-hmm. do I know, Trudy, right. what you're going through? Mm-hmm. And uh, do you want to tell me? Mm-hmm. Because we don't have time. We got to go. We got to move go, to the next go, thing. Um, yeah, and so we talked really about this hard. in an earlier segment about prayer. Yep. You know, we, we need to pray for each other. And if we don't know what's going on, exactly. how can mm-hmm. we actually pray mm-hmm. if we're not in exactly. that community? And one last thing I wanted to add about that prayer factor is let's be proactive with our prayer versus reactive. And that's Mm -hmm. to me, half the time I react with my prayer. Oh, dear Lord, I'm so sorry I did that versus I am expectant and I'm coming. I want to be proactive Mm -hmm. with what you have in store for me. And I think that that's why again, most of the churches statistically that are growing are the ones that have small groups because that's really when you're able to break bread together, Mm -hmm. connect and pray for one another Mm -hmm. and say, I saw you on Sunday morning, but what's really going on this week? (laughs) Let's let's dive deeper together and see what's really happening. And then there we can be vulnerable because we know and we can love each other and trust each other in those small groups. Stay with us. We'll be right back with more on the church here at The Christian View. We are talking about 
talking about the church today, and I have to say, Trudy, I love and I have always loved going to church. I grew up going to the same church. In fact, it's the church that you go to now. Mm-hmm. But I went from the time I was three until the time I was 18 with my mom. And in fact, my mom, if my mom didn't get up to go, I would go wake her up. Mom, we've got to be in church. I love church. And we sat in the same seat every Sunday. And if someone was sitting in our seat when we walked in, we're like, what? You know, what do, what do I do? Anybody else been there? Like, I like my, I like my seat. I love church. I love the body. Um, but it is a little, you know, we, we talked earlier in the first segment that churches are dying. So do you think that the traditional brick-and-mortar church will be here 10 to 20 years from now? Well, I think you and I got some research from the same article that say statistically 6,000 to 10,000 churches die each year. So at that rate, if you take it at face value, you know, I don't know. But I do think that God says his word does not return void. Right. And if we are raising our families and, and bringing people to our churches and they see the value, mm-hmm. I personally cannot imagine all churches dying right. because I don't think that's God's will right. for them to die. But something very interesting is that there's the trend towards what's called the no religious preference, you know, uh, community. And so they're called nuns because they have no religious preference. But the thing that is so amazing that these nuns that have no religious affiliation, they get together and have like pseudo church worshiping services because everybody has that, that hole, that void that they need from God. And just real briefly, it's called atheist churches and they're spreading across. Yes. And that's so interesting. I mean, and that's the thing as Christians, we just have to wake up and we can't have our heads in the sand. We really need to know these things. But basically, they sing, they have community, they think about deep morality, and one, one quote says, it's religion minus all the God stuff. Mm-hmm. So, a form of godliness. It's a religion. Right, but denying God, kind of going back yes. to humanism. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like Caitlin said, we have to find what these people mm-hmm. are looking for, because we know God's the answer. Yes. Right. We know he's the answer, but we're not connecting with them somehow. And I think one person brought up to me, she's like, you know, Church is just very hypocritical. Mm-hmm. And so if I don't have Aren't to go and all? be judged, it is. Right? <laughs> it isn't everyone? I know. But is, is that just an excuse of, yeah, of I just, course. you know, you're going to judge I, me if I go to church? or Yeah, and I wonder if the traditional thought of church is dying. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it could be. There was a group, yeah. of, there was a generation, it was called the Builder Generation. It was in 1946. And those were the... Um, they were the loyal ones. They were the committed ones. They didn't get offended and leave the church. They stayed through the good and bad. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us, or a lot of people, they tend to church hop. Mm-hmm. You know, you get offended, or as Beth Moore used to put it, if I don't get the parking spot I want, I'm going to and a different church. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although I stayed, I just sat behind them. I just yeah, sat behind right. them. She's grown. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> think, but, you know, yeah. I think if we don't get in front of what's really happening, and that is, you know, keeping in mind that Jesus Christ is same yesterday, mm-hmm. today, and forever. Church buildings may change, the structure may change, streaming may change, but if we keep the, the, the identity of Christ and who he is and what he really is in our life, I think that will make the difference in our younger people's hearts. Growing up, I can remember church buildings and the structure was much different than it is now even for me, right. but worship. Mm-hmm. And that that having that mm-hmm. that relationship with Christ was what was instilled in us and was mm-hmm. so important. But I think now that's where we're not 
the reverence of who God is, we've not transferred that to this next generation. And I think that's where we're like it. Do you think it's because we're more entertainment based in yes. our churches? And mm-hmm. so we we're missing that really intimate worship yes. with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's why movements like Bethel uh, are really spreading across in Reading because they are such high touch. Yeah communities and obviously people, the need to have spiritual growth, Mm -hmm. like Trudy Mm -hmm. was saying, is never going to go away. Even atheists Mm -hmm. know that they need some form of community. Mm -hmm. And so I think that with the changing, it may change in form, but Proverbs says those who are planted in the house of the Lord will flourish. Mm-hmm. That's yes. not going to return. Mm-hmm. Like that, God's not going to change his mind yes. on that. Right, right. Um, and in Hebrews 10, it says that we should not forsake assembling together. Yes. Yeah. And so we have to be open on how church will look. Mm-hmm. But I also believe as a millennial that really that the next wave of church is going to be more community based because everything like you were saying is so high tech mm-hmm. now. Yes. They want community. They want and community. they also, we got family at home, mm-hmm. but people aren't getting family at home anymore. So mm-hmm. I think That's the right. need is even greater right. now than it ever has been so we may We may see it shift, but just yes. in a different direction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that scripture that I read earlier, the gates of hell shall not prevail. Mm-hmm. Right. So it may look different and we have to be a little bit flexible right. in our yeah. change, but... And we can't be fearful. You know, media is going to tell us all these statistics, but God has the last word. That's right. And I was going to say, if you just think about, like Lee kind of spoke to this, just the way dressing has changed in church, the clothes people wear. You know, so we can't be afraid of change. I think Christians sometimes are. Like you say, things may change, but God's word and the love of God that we all feel for each other. That's nothing's yes, going to kill that. Right, that. right, right. Mm-hmm. And I also think in the body of Christ that we need to be transparent. We, mm-hmm. it, we put our filters on. We put our happy mm-hmm. faces on. We put on yeah. our I'm fine, I'm okay, right. or this is how a Christian is supposed mm-hmm. to look like. And that puts off a lot of people, and they yeah. don't want to go to right. church. They want to be with real right. people. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's be perfect. one article I read that mm-hmm. spoke to that, and it said that that is one of the leading reasons why a lot of millennials don't Are, do church mm-hmm. is because of the transparency, mm-hmm. and they feel there's a lack of integrity among leadership and when they see leaderships failing you know and you're teaching one thing but doing another thing those are the things that are driving them further away right and I know Mm -hmm. on this show we try very hard to be transparent and not act like we have it all figured out and every answer to every question but just through the word of God we're trying to make that you know, known to mm-hmm. the public, what, right. what little bit we do know. That's right. And I think, you know, back to the small groups, that's where you become vulnerable. Right. Yes. I mean, it is a bit intimidating being in a mega church and not knowing anybody, but when you can bring it into those small mm-hmm. groups. Yes. And I think that community is God's mm-hmm. heart. You know, mm-hmm. let's pray for each other. Let's disciple each other. And then let's send each other out. And I have to say for the traditional church, that's Sunday school. You yes. Know, Sunday yes. Sunday school yes. exists. Yes. And that is exactly what that is. And I well. love, love, love Sunday school. Yes. Stay with us. We'll be right back with more on the church here at the Christian you. about the church. We talked a little bit about the dying church and what needs to happen and if the church is going to be here in 10 to 20 years. And we ended, I love it, on Sunday school. Yes. You know, we, you know, Sunday school used to be the thing that you did. You went mm-hmm. to church and then you went to Sunday school and then you went to lunch and you talked about mm-hmm. what you, yes, what you learned about that day. And I think, you know, getting back to some simple basics of what church really is mm-hmm. and what it's founded on is a great, is a great thing that we need to do mm-hmm. as, a, as a country. But as a millennial, you're also Caitlin, you're a pastor's wife and a pastor's daughter. So you've probably seen a shift 
with the millennials and what they're looking for as far as community and church. And yes. we touched a little bit on it with Lee, but let's just touch a little bit more on that. Absolutely. I love this question because I get asked it a lot, especially in the unique circumstance I'm in, double whammy. Right. So I call it the family business, church. Yeah. Um, but I think that a lot of people, I've seen the difference. So we grew up going to church. That's what we did right. on Sundays. That's mm-hmm. what you did. And I even find myself now being aware of pastors who will say, well, you know that story in the Bible of David and Goliath, or you know that story of Jonah and the world. I'm like, no, my generation mm-hmm. doesn't he's, know he's that story. Right. And so I think as I look and then I listen to millennials my age, they are not looking necessarily for what a church is, but who a church is right. and who the people are inside. And I love in Titus 2, 3 through 5, it says the young, older need to yes. teach the younger. And so I think that our generation is not looking for high tech, but they're looking for high touch. Mm-hmm. In such a technology-driven age, we are constantly on our phones and disconnected, yes. but looking for that genuine connection authentic leaders. Mm -hmm. You know, I believe that Mm -hmm. my generation is looking for a leader who would say, I messed up this week Mm -hmm. and talk to you versus try to act perfect because obviously that does not work. And what about to those people who say, you know what, I'm just going to sit at home and watch church on my phone. It's just, it's easier, you know, what, what do I do with that? You know, I'm just going to watch church on my home, on my phone at home. I They're mean. missing out on yeah. a relationship yes. with other people, other humans, which is what we all need. I think that's why there is so much um, pervasive antidepressants, mm-hmm. you know, all the things that, that just tell you I'm not okay. Right. Mm-hmm. But when you're in community and the people love you there, you're, you realize you are okay. Well, I think that's a trick of the enemy that he's really using with our younger generation and with the advent of, of high technology, mm-hmm. I think that kids are really losing out on that dynamic. And yes, they can get the simulation of even watching on streaming. And I don't, you know, say that streaming's not important. It's not right. good. I think all those things are wonderful. There's a time and a place for but it. But I think you still need that touch. You need the coming of together, like you say, from the Hebrews. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've had the privilege here in, you know, my um, tenure of pastoring to be able to mentor a lot of people that, you know, a lot of NFL players and other people. And I was just talking to one the other day and he wanted prayer and he wanted me to anoint him and do different things, you know, for this upcoming season. And I was like, well, just come on by the church. And he's like, ah, oh, Pastor, you know, I really don't do church. And I don't want to come by church and all those kind of things. I'm going, what do you mean you don't do church? Don't do church. He's like, I do you, but I don't like all the fake and the phony people right. at church and things of that nature. But that's where we really got to change their opinion. And that right. is something that we as the body of Christ must be held responsible mm-hmm. for because if they're getting that kind of mindset, mm-hmm. it's something we're doing that's causing them to feel right. that way. And can I just say one thing about that? And I think so much of what this fake, phony, mm-hmm. you know, yes. persona is, is how the media pitches Christians as narrow-minded, yes. intolerant, mm-hmm. um, you know, whatever the labels are, even unenlightened, and, yes. and then all the accepting our progressives, all the positive terms. And so... I think that's where the problem lies. I mean, it's like you're going to have to deny God's word mm-hmm. for the world to right. accept you. Yes. And where do you find that? You know, because that whole hypocritical thing mm-hmm. drives me crazy. Who isn't a hypocrite? Why is it so, you know, laser focused on Christians? On Christians. Mm-hmm. Why else? And you think yeah. that we, we we're afraid? Like I think we're uninformed. What is going on? Yes, really, what is really brain. going on? And so mm-hmm. we're afraid yes. to offend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're afraid to, 
you know, cause division. Mm -hmm. yes. mm -hmm. so. Well, and when you become a Christian, you are called, right, to yes. be the hands and feet, to be kind, mm -hmm. to be loving. You, you get the gifts of the mm -hmm. Spirit, and you're supposed to use that. But when a Christian gets complacent mm -hmm. by it, and at church does not actually walk in that gifting and helping mm -hmm. others, and want to just sit back and wait for people to come to them, mm -hmm. that's when the church starts dying. That's when people go, wait, I don't do church. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't do yes. this. Because mm -hmm. guess what? When you come to my house, I'll be, hey, how you doing? Right. You want yeah. some coffee? You want some? You're, you're hosting. But at church, you can get complacent. Mm -hmm. You find your seat. Right. No pun intended. <laughs> you find your seat. Right. And you're like, don't <laughs> touch. I'm, I'm good right, right now. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. I've, I've, I've been there. I go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, and I think that that's why it's so important for the church in this generation to really teach people mm -hmm. about family. Mm -hmm. Because I learned how to be the hands and feet of Jesus and how to defend my mm -hmm. faith in this day and age mm -hmm. at home, mm -hmm. more than at church. Yes. And church was great and it was awesome, but it was more of a recharge than yes. it was where I was trained. And mm -hmm. so yes. with the breakdown of the home, mm -hmm. it, which has happened today, mm -hmm. we as a church have to be more um, intentional right. about equipping people yes. to yes. be parents. Yes. How, how are you a single mom? Because one in four children live in a fatherless right. home. How are you a single dad? Because that happens as well. Right. How do you deal with a blended family? These are unique issues that we're having to teach people and equip them. Ephesians talks about equipping right. the saints mm -hmm. for the work of the ministry. Mm -hmm. And so equipping families to create that family right. environment and train at home. And I think a good point is not to be embarrassed yes. that right. you are single yeah, mom right. or you are single dad or you mm -hmm. are struggling. Mm -hmm. You know, we t have a three-year-old and we adopted her. She's the sweetest little girl. So and we take her to Sunday school all the time. Mm -hmm. And she was saying something to me. There. She goes, Mommy, if I scratch my heart, will it hurt Jesus? Yeah. And I started thinking, I'm like, no, it's not going to hurt Jesus. But it'll, it'll, my point was Jesus is in your heart. And so you can feel him. And I'm yeah. like, so we have to train them and teach them like you yeah. said. And another time she said, mommy, it, will Jesus poke me and hurt me? And I was like, well, only if you do something wrong, right. you know, it's like training them to listen to the Holy spirit, yeah. to listen yeah. to, to listen mm -hmm. to the voice of the Lord so that we can be mm -hmm. his hands mm -hmm. and feet. And it's okay for Christians to struggle. And I think we have to keep and getting them back together to the touching aspect, coming mm -hmm. together because there is so much power in agreement. Yes. And he said where any two or three are touching right. or in agreeing, one can chase a thousand. But when we get mm -hmm. two or three together, it adds efficacy yes. to our prayer mm -hmm. and where our focus yes. is on what God can do in right. our lives. And I think that's where the enemy has slipped in subtly and he's separating us. And that's why there's so much defeat in people's mm -hmm. lives, the depression, the anxiety, because they're not coming together and they right. don't realize that power and touch and agreement. And to speak about that division, even within the church, you have children's ministry, you have children's church, yeah. you have youth church, you have, so the families are all divided, divided and yes. you can't come together and say, what did you learn? What did you, mm -hmm. yeah. let's grow together. Right. Yeah. Right. So, there's a little bit of work that needs to be done, yeah. I think, in the mm -hmm. body of Christ. But yes. I think we can start one step at a time. Yeah. And that church, the church doesn't have to die. Right. I mean, it does say the gates of hell will not prevail. Yes. Stay with us. We'll be right back with more on the church here at The Christian View. discussion today on the church and we've talked about is the church dying and what we can do to kind of bring community back. Yes. If you're not involved in a local church, I would, I would encourage you to get involved in a local church because we are God's hands and feet. Mm -hmm. And I don't think the church is going to die. I think God is going to send a revival in the land and his Holy Spirit is going to spread across the land. And so just stay tuned and watch God work. We'll see you soon on The Christian View.